Hello and welcome to another episode of Alex and an Athlete. Today, I have an MMA fighter going by the name of Justin Sis Just in McLean. <laughs> die hard. <laughs> Is it? That's not your nickname? <laughs> nah, die, die hard. Die hard. Still okay. pretty much that same, you know? <laughs> oh, definitely. Anytime you got McLean in the name. Yeah, you got to throw it in, man. Youngsters may not understand, but the real ones will. With a vengeance. <laughs> yep, always. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, yeah. how, how have you been doing, man? Been been a while. How's everything yeah. going? Uh, it's doing good, man. 2020's been a little uh, crazy, to say the least, but who can't, who can't uh, say the same? Oh, you know, it's exactly. been a... Been a few years out of training, but you know, always uh dabbling here and there. Oh, Work yeah. life, dad life, living it up, man. Can't complain. Hey, that's what it's about. At the end of the day, you know, it's, uh, you can't can't be a athlete forever. You know, at a, at a certain point, you got to. Uh, it's not going to be there, and you're still going to have to live the rest of your life. So, dude, I, I don't want to let it go, but yeah, man, I'm running. Uh, I'm running towards the end of my athletic prime, to say the least, man. All the little uh, injuries catching up. You don't realize what you did to your body and that, you know, hardcore training and shit. So, oh, yeah, I'm uh, creaking and cracking, getting up in the mornings, you know, but I'm still here, man. Oh, I I'll still it throw it down. <laughs> I got it. And that's the thing is it's, it's something that you'll never forget, but to be the best at it, you have to deter. You have to put so much time, energy, effort, commitment. Put your body through rigorous yeah. training. It's and a at life, a certain man. Point, yeah, it, at a certain point, it's like if it's not paying the bills, you, you gotta find something that does. Uh, yeah, straight up, straight up, man. It was it was fun to real to live the life for a while. You know, uh, twenty two fights over the span of you know roughly eight years or so. It was oh, yeah. Uh, you know, quite the ride. I reached the pro level, you know, didn't go as well as I would have liked, but I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what happens? It's tough up there. Yeah, 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 man. I, I just, I waited. I think at the, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but, you know, three years out the cage, jumping into the pro ranks after, after so long out, I probably should have, you know, tested the waters, one more Ammies, and then, you know, made sure I still really got it because you can get hit all day with a 16-ounce glove, you know, by your training partners. Even if they are going, you know, going all out, it's not the same as that four-ounce glove, man. It's, it's not. not. The same. Those four-ounce gloves only protect your knuckles. That's, yep. <laughs> that's all they yeah, do. Got, yeah, I ain't no chump. I can still take a shot, but holy shit, man. Shout out to Vargas. <laughs> he hit me with a hot one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, man. man. Kane was actually the ref for that fight too. Oh man, that was in camo. No, no, no. That was uh for my pro debut. Oh, your oh yeah, your yeah. debut. So, so where yeah, was your Kane. pro debut at? Uh, that was for URCC thirty two up in uh, San Mateo. Oh nice. Yeah, so oh. Bay Area, yeah, not too far away. Yeah, I was gonna go with Pure Combat out of Visalia. They do kind of okay. like Tahachi and all that, but. Mm-hmm. But that fell through when they were like, "Oh wait, dude, you're blind. You're quit." <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, he's that, that, like, that old vision test, that motherfucker. 
like we told you to not even wrestle. What makes you think you can do martial arts like yeah, that? Yeah, we. Like, yeah, no, nah, man, you don't want to. It's it's a nice little dream to to chase, but in in the long run, you need your health, you know. Yep, and it just goes to show you how hard it is to not only make it to that level to to really succeed at that level. Mm-hmm. To keep doing it over and over again, man, it's it's tough, but. Dude, there's no feeling like being under those lights. You know, you hit your mm. song, you get your groove going out to the cage, hear your people screaming for you, or some people that you don't even fucking know. But they're, <laughs> you know, either rooting for you to kick some ass or rooting for you to get your ass kicked. But, you know. But a, they're expecting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They want to show no matter what. I mean, and that was always one of my goals was no matter win or lose. You know, it's like I wanted everybody to walk out there and be like, damn, that was a yep. fight. Yep. You're going to remember my name. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on my name. Up. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, I want to see that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's it's crazy looking back at it, man. To, to, to think I stepped in there 22 times. And, yeah. you know, it, it's like, fuck, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't get as many full martial arts fights as I would have liked, but mm-hmm. I was able I was able to get a lot of pancreation because I was still under okay. age. Oh, uh, okay. So it was one of those things where age was restricting me, so I was doing little pancreation uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> pancreation <laughs> tournaments yeah. and uh, like hippodrome, like little nightclubs and stuff. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That shit, that's what I did with Team Extreme, man, the fairgrounds. Little smokers, yep. Yep. Hey, those, those it's a legit so fun. fight, man. Yeah, three hey, times in one night. Anytime someone comes at you, that's a fight. <laughs> I don't care where it's at, you know. Yep. It's, yep. Uh, you be ready for it. But sanctioned fights are just a little different. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, training yeah, yeah. for the same goal, and that's what mm-hmm. really makes it amazing. Because well, you see all the different arts that are involved. Yep. The cage don't lie, man. You're either you you're either meant to be in there or you're not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know you you could think that because you get a quick win or you you beat some sucker, all of a sudden like yeah, man, I'm a real fighter. I got that. And then you know it's that old saying: you think you're a badass until you run into a motherfucking badass, and you know you realize quick. And you realize there's a lot. <laughs> you realize there's yeah. a lot of them out there. Mm-hmm. There's dudes who've been out there in this shit since they were four years old, like on the mats every single day, day in, day out, every single hard. discipline. It's hard to think yeah. that like the best fighter in the world eventually hasn't even been born yet. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, man. Every dog has their day. You see Anderson Silva getting smoked by Uriah Hall and what was supposed to be his retirement fight, potentially. You know, nobody oh, yeah. saw that shit happening. I did. <laughs> it was on my well, pick. I mean, uh, I mean, but yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't want it to happen. Was the thing. Yeah, your like, your heart says no, but your mind says, and your wallet says, yeah, he, he's done. And then I got but it wrong on the Arlowski fight. I was like, Bozer's gonna beat him, and then Arlowski mm-hmm. came out there and just worked him. Oh, I didn't. Even, I didn't even get to see the full card, man. You know, these, these yeah. there's a, a fight card like every single week. It's, it's uh kind of hard to keep up it, it really is 
it's almost like at this point you got to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Whose career do you want to follow? Because you're not going to be able to get everybody's. Oh yeah, <laughs> and mega man. cards and everything. And there's so many new fighters coming out every day. This is the mm-hmm. largest the USC roster has ever been. Oh yeah, but you know, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with a uh, you know the slowdown from all the regional shows. Like, how are the prospects going to do? Like. I see, I see stuff online of people still throwing shows, still having practices, and like, who's open? Where, where's this exactly. at? Like, you know, Take Flight here in uh, Salinas, luckily, is uh, running a program a few nights a week, and they got some guys who are, like, down for the cause, like, let's get a good workout in, but, you know, a lot of people are spooked right now. Yeah, I mean, especially after uh, Halloween and everything, all those numbers just bike right back up hospitals filling right back up and it's like yeah. everything's just gonna it shut down again uh uh Newsome, the man everybody loves <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Let, let's stick to mma down. i don't want to get into that shit <laughs> yeah i'm like I'm, man i'm not a fan of that fool man no yeah, me neither a... but you know hopefully uh hopefully it don't last as long as I think it will, and we can start getting back to open yeah, gyms I, I just and started stuff. a business and everything, so I'm like, I'm hoping just, you know, springtime runs around, pretty much just try to get through the holiday season, you know, hug the babies, kiss the wife type thing, and just see what the new year brings, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised a couple months in, there's like some little mandate or something to where, oh, everybody's safe now, and then you know, they rush, they rush the vaccine and then, hey, we're back to quote unquote normal. That'd be ideal, yeah. you know, perfect, perfect world. You know, hopefully, um, you know, a lot of the gyms can just stay afloat in the meantime, man. Yeah. And to me, my fear is isolating people, making them antisocial, not knowing how to act around other people. And yeah, uh, it's it just going to, everyone's going to start thinking that when you go outside, you can just act like you do when you're on a keyboard. And, mm-hmm. and that's going to cause a lot of problems for some people, a rude awakening. And Dude, that's why I miss the gym, man. You can't really, uh, those people kind of get weeded out, you know, the ones that are just wanting to stir some shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, it gets those feelings of the, of the loneliness. You know, it, it, the gym is whole, you know, you're battling people, you're, you're punching people in the face, but you're, you know, you're, you're never really so close to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, like you really learn people inside and out and, you know, get to f- get to see when your person, your partner's about to like break. You get to learn like, oh, I can push him to the edge. Oh, like try and get him to, you know, snap to overcome that mental hurdle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a put, whole... put them in bad positions and mm-hmm. let them learn. Uh, yep. Hey, okay. I mean, um, that's, that's nothing like a great training partner, you know, that's one of the hardest things for people to find. I was lucky yeah. enough to have a twin, so <laughs> yeah, uh, who was man. into the same stuff. So we were always mm-hmm. just pushing each other one step above uh, nope. every time. But uh, yeah, man. Let, let's talk about uh, what made you get into martial arts. What what started your your journey down down to your pro career? Uh, I just started training when I was like 19 years old. So like. You know, barely graduated high school, kind of just floating by, not really wanting to work. New college really wasn't for me, but taking some classes, just, you know, trying to get by. 
Um, I'm six foot three, but I'm like pretty skinny. So, you know, I uh, never really got picked on or anything, but I never really challenged myself at the same time. So I was never really in a fight or anything. I had older brothers that would whoop my ass, but nothing really like, you know, to see like what would happen, you know? What if, what if I'm, I'm you know, over 18, so I'm quote unquote a man now, gotta, you know, do what a man man's supposed to do, you know, be able to defend himself. So hopped yeah. in a jujitsu class over at uh, Body Works. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Body yeah, Works you know, Marina, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah no, 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 Monterey, but, you know, oh, Monterey, soccer yeah. mom type, type stuff, like, you know, let's go get in shape. You know, uh, Professor Daniel runs a great class, uh, a jits class out of there, and, you know, started taking that. Thought I was the shit taking a uh, cardio kickboxing class with some women in the morning. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a fighter with that. But uh, yeah, I got a, uh, a number from Professor Daniel. Started, uh, got a real MMA coach, uh, Dave Velasquez out in uh, San Jose. Started commuting for a little bit. And then, you know, I got punched in the face for real. Like my first real punch in the face by this dude named Isaiah, like, uh, 205 or while I'm walking around 170 and you know that one shot with the MMA gloves like yep probably not for me <laughs> so I stopped training for a while and just worked man and um, you know one day I was just in Tahoe and the shitty manager that I had like my district manager while I had this corporate gig um, was like do you want to be an ultimate fighter or do you want to be a manager you got to decide you know, cause, um, I was like kind of back and forth, fucked around with a, a couple different teams, like, you know, dipped in and out of it. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a manager. That's for sure. So I was like, you know, let's dive in. So I uh, moved back home, fucking started uh, just training in my garage, found my buddy, uh, my buddy Teddy and a, a, another friend of ours just started working. Um, fuck and then met uh found about about that gym, that gym in uh, seaside you know extreme citizen kind of just uh started poking around with that like hey let's see if uh something happens met uh met all you guys started uh training for a couple months i'd say you lugo you know all the guys Re- and then, rio yeah 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 man you no know, solid solid guys heavy hitters you know just nobody knew any better just you know guys that are willing to put in that work you know, mm-hmm. did that uh did that smoker at the fairgrounds fucking fought three times in one night yeah you know, that's nice. where I, it was fucking crazy dude like no we were i was cutting weight for it didn't even need to cut weight i was trying to get to 55 from 70 ended up fighting 70 anyways and nobody weighed in whatsoever i'm like what the fuck no way in yeah, I was like, what? What is this? Why? Why would you let me torture myself for that? For that long? But uh, yeah, you know, fought that guy Robbie. Um, then me and Huggies had our little match, mm-hmm. and then um, I fought. I can't think of another guy's name, but you know, got got two TKOs and a, a submission that night. And it was like uh, that night I met Angela Henry, and he yeah. was like, "Hey, man, don't don't fuck around with this stuff anymore. Like, you got some skill, like." you know, get on the legit scene and you know, prove yourself, make something really mm-hmm. happen. So, exactly. you know, train, training my garage for the first uh, real fight. And, 
know, it was it was rough. It was rough. Uh, won a split decision. It was hard fought with uh, just heart. You know, didn't really know any technical skill. Barely throwing a hammer fist. Like, you know, I'm I'm not a wrestler, but I was taking fuckers down and just like, uh, uh, all right, get back up. You know, just try try to figure just out raw, how to go. Yeah, yeah. My style was not there yet, man. It was just, you know, just it was fun. <laughs> it was. Well, fun. I mean, the um, hardest thing is to figure out what style you are you know you got you just got to figure that out as you go and it'll always yeah. evolve too oh yeah I, I was just you know uh just young and dumb at the time just you know i thought i was a ground guy and then i punched somebody in the face for the first time I was like oh yeah no i'm a strike i'm a strike <laughs> you know, to this day my my biggest downfall and uh besides like a lack of discipline was just not um focusing on the ground most of my losses were you know, just slipping up on the ground, getting choked, or, you know, slipping to a submission. Yeah. So, There's yeah, some aces but, uh, out there. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. That, it's, it's no joke. You know, it's a, it's a different world down there. You're swimming with some fucking sharks, and, you know, you don't want to be caught without your life jacket. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, Robert's a great grappler. In his first camo fight, he went against, like, some jiu-jitsu world champs. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yep. Yeah. I cornered Robert for three or four fights. Yeah, he's, uh, that he's was undefe- undefeated with me in his corner. It's pretty dope. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, he, he, awesome. he always he just reminded me of that while we're working the other day. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I fucked around with a bunch of different teams, man. Um, from up in the Bay Area, um, you know, Kuktar and Salinas, Rogue Empire, in. East Palo Alto, you know, rest in peace, Nico Jackson. He just passed away. You know, it's really no. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not to, didn't want to be the one to tell you that, man. But yeah, yeah. He passed away uh, oh, a little man. bit over a month ago. It was very unfortunate. You know, um, just condolences oh, out to the family and everything. Rest yeah, in man. Peace, we, Nico. Yeah, but you know, we lost our boy Timmy this year too. It's been a, yeah. been, it's been a crazy year, man. It's yeah, been it's been year. insane. It, yeah. it has been just, I, I need this year to be over, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, let's start again uh, next year, but just give me a break, you know. Uh, everybody kind of just needs this year as a reminder, man. You know, you, you got this year to kind of reset or reprioritize and just focus in a way, you know, that it, mm-hmm. what it doesn't break you makes you stronger, man, and. You know, this year definitely tests a lot of relationships, a lot of uh, a lot of character, a lot of uh, enlightenment, empowerment, man. Like, you know, a lot of shit, a lot of shit can come out of some dark, dark times, man. It, it's it's just a matter does. of, yeah, yeah, man. You just got to keep that that strong mental game, which is obviously easier said than done. But you know, it's. Most of this game is ninety percent mental, ten percent physical, man. Mm-hmm. You could be a, in a tip top shape, but if you can't breathe, you can't fight. If yeah. you can't breathe, you don't want to be there anymore. Well, if you if you don't know what you're doing, you can't compete mm-hmm. to your fullest potential. You know? Yep. It, it's yep. just one it's one of those things that takes time, it takes experience, it takes mm-hmm. dedic you know, like you have to dedicate to it sparring to get good at fighting you can't just train technique all the time i mean it'll get you by but what happens Mm -hmm. whenever that punching bag starts punching back 
you know yeah yeah that's it's there's so many different training methods out there man i I think i went way too uh way too spar heavy when uh i was at my peak of competing you know just sparring every single day that's all i wanted to do Mm. you know minimal drilling you know strength and conditioning dieting what's that I'm gonna go ahead and chug this. I'm gonna go ahead and chug this four locos, toss my mouthpiece in. We're gonna do ten rounds, and then we'll call it a day. Yeah. It's like showing up to practice drunk. Like I'm on a five-fight win streak. What does it matter? It was a a very large lack of discipline that you know I didn't take advantage of a lot of opportunities that were uh, presented itself, or just not too easy. It's too easy just to slack off a little bit and then when you're winning, fuck yeah, man, fuck yeah, it was. Like shit, man. You don't know what you need to improve at until you lose, you know? So you, you gain yeah. more more knowledge from a loss than a win. And mm-hmm. so when you you're just going through the motions at that point and you don't know how to elevate. Yeah, and it's just kind of just buying into your own hype, you know. I was mm-hmm. uh riding high off the knockout of the night, head kick KO to a dude who was talking shit, like knocked him <laughs> out in the first round. In the in the back, where uh, I'm like walking through, walk up to him and he's like shaking my hand, like, dude, no one's ever put me out like that before. That's crazy. That's crazy. But he's like, hey, hey, who won the second round though? Like, um, I only went one, but I guess you did, man, because I wasn't there. But <laughs> you know, it's always just a, a little crazy memories, man. Like, that's one of my favorite <laughs> highlights of that. Oh, who won good. the second round though, bro? Like, yeah. Do you not know I'm somebody else right now? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, man, so been... mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, shit, sorry, I forgot where I was going. Um, but yeah, so tra- I did ended up doing like uh twenty, twenty one uh am- amateur fights, man. Um, got to number two ranked in the state. Got two titles. Fucking, I was the Uriah Faber of a. Uh, of amateur amateur titles, man. Always got a title shot, but could never fucking capture it. Only ended up uh, getting two, but never really the ones that I wanted. Yeah. And, uh, ended up uh, leaving amateurs on a high note. Fought a guy that uh, was a pretty close. Uh, you know, we were on the circuit for a while. Didn't really want to fight him, but you know, we were like, "Fuck it, let's grab a beer after." You know, got the job done. Raised my hand. It's like, all right, you know, let's uh, go on to the pros, but some drama shit happened. I stopped training, stepped away for a little bit, tried to dabble in um, like promoting for a little bit through a couple shows. It was, you know, it was decent. It was cool, but you know, things got unreliable. I ended up uh, having my first son, you know, get, get, got my uh, then girlfriend, now wife pregnant. And it was like, Oh shit, time to get some real like reliable money coming in. Mm -hmm. I got, I got a a little man. I got a, yeah, I gotta, I gotta be there for my little man, you know. Gotta, gotta show him that it, his dad's a good man, and uh, you know, gotta raise him to to be a better man. Yep, so, survive. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, tried to uh, bounce through random jobs, dude. I was like a fucking late twenties in my uh, late twenties, dude, being a fucking host at a restaurant, you know, just grinding at whatever I got, working with a bunch of teeny boppers, talking about, you know shit being on fleek or whatever was high at the, at the moment like not knowing what the fuck they were talking about it's like oh i can't do this i can't do this and uh, i got i got a, a construction job a, a demolition job that i'm with right now 
Prescott with a solid company uh, boss who uh, trains with Professor Daniel and was like, oh, you fought? Dude, I, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Like, just super cool. You know, it was really caring. It was, we were getting in a really good place. And my wife was like, you know, what, what's one thing you want to do next year? What's one goal you want to set that you could do? And just kind of like fucking around, seeing like, you know, egging on, like, I want to fight seeing if she was serious and she was like well what is it going to take and i uh i heard of this gym ant dogs mma out in gilroy it was supposed to be legit the the head coach there anthony figueroa has fought multiple times in flyweight like i heard nothing but good things about the staff and everything so i was like oh I, i'd have to go there after work you know five days a week you know blah blah, blah. like so that's what it's going to take to make it happen and you know also i need to get new gear so I didn't have any gear. So yeah, dude, I, I sold everything. So we ended up going to a fucking garage sale. I found a bag of all brand new Fairtex gear, like brand new, still smelt like leather. And the chick was like, um, yeah, that's my ex-boyfriend stuff. She just, he just used it twice, got punched in the face and was like, nah, I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> 15 bucks and it's yours. It's like, sold, sold. 15 so 15 bucks dude brand new shin guards 16s headgear uh mma gloves like the works everything you need to actually trade legit and you know just took that as a sign from above man fucking jump so i mm-hmm. you know contacted the gym started training man and it was like all right let, let's get a pro fight you know, if i'm gonna do this I, I need to get paid i need i need to to step it up i've done the amateur thing like i don't i don't want to fuck with it they, yeah they like how many smokers they, do you want to do <laughs> right yeah yeah you know how many people do i want to you know there's only so many amateur shows out there i'm gonna be a, a fucking 13 six and one emmy trying to fight a guy like three and oh or you know it's just it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be good but yeah. we got it we ended up you know training for six solid months found a, a a fight that sounded seemed like it made sense you know did everything everything felt right weight cut down to 155 went cool you know a lot of a lot of stresses outside the cage but you know it was like no no shit's gonna be perfect man oh feeling never. fucking yeah feeling fucking ready though bro like they got me like wrestling on point nobody gonna take me down you know striking on a whole another level it was like yeah, this is where it needs to be, man. Feeling like the, you know, picture perfect camp, pretty much. You know, can't mm-hmm. can't complain. Turn the corner. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, five minutes before I'm supposed to go out, like, all right, I'm feeling ready, fucking juice. You know, ready, ready to fucking go. Like, yeah, ready to go. Yeah, fucking ready. Mm-hmm. Hey, hold hold up. Uh, there's a delay. Fucking 15, 20 minute delay, dude. And I, like all my adrenaline just went. <laughs> And I couldn't get it back. And I started getting in my fucking head, man. I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. Oh, fuck, this is wrong. Like, immediately mm. lost the fight before even walking out, man. The mental. Yep. Yep, defeated myself before even getting out, man. I knew walking to the cage, like, fuck, this is about to be bad. This is oh. about to be bad. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, just... the, whole, the whole thing in the back, dude, I was like, oh, this guy's a wrestler. Uh, he's, you know, he's not going to take me down. Hey coach, he's not going to take me down the whole fight. That's my, that's my goal. He's not going to take me down. 
first fucking 10 seconds, bro. <laughs> first 10 <laughs> seconds, he just comes in, gets that body oh. lock, and just over the hip, whoop, just slams mm-hmm. me down with a hot one, man. And uh, somehow I just roll up, get up, uh, take him back down. And, like, we're scrambling on the ground. I'm trying to get control on top. Like, he's not going to go anywhere. Like, I'm getting the knee control or whatever. And I get too high. He fucking flips me over. I get on my back. He comes over. He, like, starts to get on top. I start throwing elbows. Like, that, I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i never actually been hit with an elbow, but it fucking feels good to throw him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. There was, like, four or five from the bottom just straight. You know, when you're on your back, technically, it's it, it's that big daddy Goodridge. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. When you hit those oh, elbows, yeah. like it's from the side. It's technically twelve to six, but it's not. Yeah, twelve it, to six. It's yeah. it's uh it's like a it's that twelve it's twelve that thirty to to six thirty. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that three to nine. It's okay. Three to nine. Yeah, it's, right. It's okay, but yeah, you know, caught him with with some of those, and he pops up like, oh shit. And he goes to uh, go for ground and pound. I grabbed his fucking arm, man, kicked my legs up like, oh, I'm going to get a submission. I'm going to get a submission. Like, locked the arm bar, like, pulled it back, like, fully fucking extending, man. And I look, and his, his fucking elbow's not in the right place. Like, he's turned oh. out. There's no pressure on his elbow at all, man. Like, oh, fuck. He starts to stack. And, like, I'm starting to feel pressure. My legs are starting to give out. So I go to kick over to transition to a fucking, uh, to a triangle and I give him way too much space, mm. way too much space. And instead it just goes, whoop, comes out and just rains down the fire, bro. Like four oh. or five hot ones. The first one just stuns like, oh shit, that was a good one. And before the third one hit, man, I was, I just saw Kane and he's just, <laughs> just <laughs> yep, yep just laying there bro and it's like there's mm-hmm. like there's only so many pictures i got from the fight but the ones i look at the most of me just laid the fuck out dude that's like a dream that i wanted so bad sacrificed so much time away from my son my wife like put so much stress on my family to try and obtain this and it went fucking sideways <laughs> It went fucking sideways, man. Like, it, it messed with me, like, for maybe two or three months, man. Two or three months after, I, I, was, I wasn't the same. It was just, like, you know, why, why bother? I didn't know what I – you know, I was dedicating this my life to this. You know, this was about to be a turning point in the career. Like, you know, I'm going to be a professional fighter. Like, I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to do something. And nope. God was like, nah, man, this, is, this isn't the route. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like I kind of just took a back seat, kind of just, you know, self-assessed a little bit and just, uh, you know, focused on the family, you know, got, got uh, my son, you know, doing good. Me and my wife are doing great. You know, uh, now we just had another baby. So we got, two, I got two boys now. So you know, Congratulations. Things are getting... thank you, man. Thank you. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking ride and road. I love it. You know, I still miss the fucking cage, man. I still think <laughs> about it all the time. Still like, I need to get that back. The, the hardest that. part for me was stepping away and mm-hmm. long enough to where I lost the itch to compete. It's 
and it took a long time. I mean, I still have that. You never get if, it? If my number say, got you, you never get that? Yeah, yeah. The right <laughs> opportunity, man. You can't tell me. The right opportunity, the right opponent, the right weight, the right amount of time for you to train. Like, let me, let me do one of these YouTube MMA fights uh, like Logan right? Paul. and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, man. There's, there's a couple guys that I know that are still floating around that uh i i came up in the amateur circuit with uh there's a dude um anthony topaz he's 0 one pro same as i am he was sitting he was uh about to fight before um before the pandemic hit i was mm -hmm. like shit man you know me and you can make some money together what's up yeah. i never uh yeah. never, you know wasn't really trying to like officially call him out but like you know completely out of respect you know you're later in age i'm later in age like you know i'm, I'm fucking 34 man or almost 34 so i realistically got like a year or two to make something happen so you know it'd be nice to fight at my natural 170 and not fucking cut weight be healthy you know but it's just the the time the time has to be right so you were at you know, 155 you, and 170 yeah i bounced in between 55 and 70 you know uh, it, fighting fucking every other week if I could, like where you need me. Fighting dudes are weighing in at one one seventy four, one seventy five. I, I touched the scale at one sixty two before. Like um, close enough. You want to put my clothes back on? You know, I'll weigh in with my jeans, put my t my keys in my wallet in my pocket. All right, no no ten pound difference. We're good. Mm -hmm. you know, it was just need the, need that experience, man. Yeah. I Those mean, most of my pancreation fights were at 160, and and mm. I would walk in and weigh in at 120, soaking wet. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like, shit, man, you really want to spar? We're like, we're, this is a height and a, and a weight difference. You sure? Fuck oh it. yeah. Like that's <laughs> Alex, man. That's my Alex. whole my whole life. That's all I've ever done. Yep. Been there sparring with Junior and uh, Angelo mm. and all these other guys. Yep. It's just so yep. fun. It. I'm one of those guys, it's just weird, where whenever I start getting into a fight, I just start giggling, man. I just get so giddy. It's just so fun. I'm like, I should not be laughing because this guy's punching <laughs> me in the face right now. But well, yeah, it's, I just it's like a controlled it. circumstance. Yeah, it's different in the controlled circumstances. You know, if a guy walks up on, on you, punch, uh, swinging on the fucking streets, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, let, let's fucking do this. Well, oh, maybe yeah. not at first, but, you know. Yeah, I'm just a controlled environment. Just game day, you know? you know, just fight mm -hmm. night. That's really when when I really just put it all aside and just channeled it, you know, just mm -hmm. use the adrenaline to my advantage. And it worked yeah, out a man. lot because most people couldn't handle my wrestling and then they throw in my mm -hmm. kicks. Like, oh, nobody can handle my kicks. That was that was oh. my bread and butter. Every time I hit them, they just panic. I'm like, Dude, yeah. kicks were my shit until I broke my fucking foot on an elbow that and it was like, yeah, I'm not kicking anybody anymore. That mm -hmm. ruined it for me, man. I had two fucking head kick knockouts, and then breaking my foot. It's like, yeah, there goes my main, my main, main weapon. Well, it's not even that, but it's it's the recovery, and that's probably mm -hmm. why our careers didn't go exactly the way we wanted because of our injuries. Is we never gave ourselves time to recover. We, we were or no insurance to recover exactly we we can't afford no hyperbolic chambers or mm -hmm. nothing we had ice baths like that's yep. having doctors hot. fucking guess like it's probably this but um you really should get an mri 
I'll just rub some dirt on it. It'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it's just a whole different mindset. But yeah. and that, and that's the thing too is we didn't have the best, uh, I guess, promoters and managers and everybody to really install that to us at an early it's enough amateurs age. though bro a- yeah amateurs like do you really need a manager because that's somebody just mm-hmm. trying to jerk whatever little money you're getting like away from you dude you just need to yep. be able to to get with a promoter that as at least promotes consistently and just get get your experience get the fuck out man oh this yeah is it, is it i i, I kind of liked uh that that dana white statement before he said uh that Fighting's not really a career, you know. It's it's fuck. What he say? It's not a career. It's something like it's 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 an opportunity. You yeah, know, you're supposed to make make your money, get in, make your money, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't want to beat yourself up for an extended amount of period uh, period of time. You know, you see the guys who have the the slurring words and just not there. You see the legends like Vanderlei. Uh, the story's coming Fabri- out. Like, oh, Fabricium. Yeah, yeah. Bear Zoom, uh, who just fought Glover Texera, like yeah. Andre Arlowski still fighting. Mm-hmm. Insane. You, know, you, got, you hear the yeah, you got to worry about the after effects, but I mean, and they're some of the greatest in the world, man. You can't really. Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, what else are they gonna do? They just gonna go farm, you know? Like, no, Shit. these guys are just man, warriors. We, we barely got they got that far in the game, and we don't want to walk away. Exactly. It, those lights are fucking addicting, man. The whole thing. 100%. It's a, yep. No greater adrenaline rush. Oh, no. And, and I if, think if I you could bottle that drug, rush. I'd fucking be, I'd be, I'd be selling my fucking everything I had for it, man. Woo. I'm between the toes time. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if, if I had right? to, I, I'd, mm. yeah, just give it to me in a bottle form and work good. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, there's a, MMA is just amazing, man. There's just sport exploded on the on the scene out of nowhere, and just you know, it's the, it's turned people into like from to scary little puppies into ferocious little dogs, man. Oh, but still gentle molds, creatures. It molds people, uh, and it not only teaches you the respect for other people, the discipline, mm-hmm. the self control, the yeah. Channel, channel your angers, channel, channel your blues, channel anything, and just know mm-hmm. that, hey, um, for this amount of time, nothing else matters, and I'm just yeah. in the zone doing what I love yeah. to do, and yeah. and put pushing ourselves is just something that people like to do. It's mm-hmm. the dawn of time. That's what bred evolution. Yeah. That's what bred inventions. That's what bred everything. So you got to make sure. About- <laughs> Oh, no, well, I don't know. I was gonna say I don't know about you, man, but I'm not good at. I wasn't never any good at any other sport. I'm not good with balls, so it was either combat sports or nothing. Yeah, I I was the guy that just had to get good at every single thing I did, you know, <laughs> and still do. I I have that mm-hmm. addictive personality where I just want to get better. I just want to mm-hmm. do more, learn more, fan. I don't like being bad at anything. I don't care yeah. if it's a math test. I don't care if it's, uh, you know, a strongman competition. I, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like, I'm going to compete my ass off, and I'm going to yeah. do my best to make sure that I can. So, mm-hmm. um, like, I like 
I like all the sports. I played football, basketball, soccer, uh, golf, all, all this stuff. I played it all. I played uh played baseball and football as a kid, but I was I was like that what, what fifth quarter or fucking right field, like barely barely there, mm-hmm. kind of there, because my parents signed me up for it. Didn't want to waste their money, type mm-hmm. shit. And a bunch of my friends were on the team, but I was never really like never for it, man. Yeah, I, I think was, you could tell pretty early if yeah. you enjoy this or not. Yeah, yeah. So I can't wait to get on the mats again with, with my son, man. My uh, I got a five-year-old, and he's finally uh, putting on the gloves I got for him a long time, a long time ago. Got him a pair of gloves and all that, and he's uh, he's finally like, like, hey, Dad, come here, pop, 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 you know, trying to hit me and, and stuff, so. Starting to get you know, the trying yeah starting to get the itch a little bit you know uh we want to start him off with like a taekwondo or a jits class once things get a little uh clearer on what we can actually actually do make sure that whenever everything does open back up you go to monterey high you get in touch with roberto dixon oh uh dude my nephew uh my nephew is actually uh was with them and uh, send him there he's with that program for like two or three months yeah, yeah, no, he he runs a solid program, bro. Every mm-hmm. time I personally went, it was fucking closed. So I was like, oh man, I'm I'm bad luck. But uh, my <laughs> nephew went there for a while. Like, got some good uh, some good lessons, and it was cool. Yeah, he's also the director of USA Wrestling for. Oh, okay, I didn't know for that. For our our side of the United States, so uh, so he's a really good person to know whenever okay. starting out. Um, so I, I would recommend getting in touch with him. I need to get in touch with him when I go down too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so so other than that, it it was just MMA out of out of high school then. So it was just full Dude, martial yeah. arts. Yeah, out of high school, man. I was working. I've uh, been just straight jits. Then I said a cardio kickboxing class, and uh, Professor Daniel was like it's crazy but you want to fight hey i know this guy here's his number you know he's up in san jose here you go and it was like yeah you know drove up there for a few months and then i said just one bad punch caught me on the wrong day it was like you know i got scared got gun shy and then once it was like you know what fuck it i i I can't let it be i can't let it be like that can't let it be how you want to end like is that how you want your book to end no is that, how, is that where you want to be when baby Jesus comes back down? Make fun of little poor Joe Dirt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like straight one of those moments, man. It was like, no, I, I can't let it be like that. And that's kind of what this uh, this last fight is sticking with me too. Like, it shouldn't be like that. But I don't know if that's just the, the competitor in me that wants to create the excuse that was like, oh, it was just the weight cut, bro. Maybe it wasn't that good that you thought. You were feeling a little weak on most of those days, you know. Uh, I have a fucking I do I do demo dude I do asbestos abatement so I'm in a Tyvek suit and respirator destroying houses on the mm-hmm. daily and then going to practice after that for another four hours and then trying to get to sleep trying to be super dad super husband like it was you know it's, I could create a million dude it, it, it is it is man there's there's sacrifices that have to be made but you know at the end of the day I had a crazy ride with MMA. I fucking loved it. I at least reached the pro level. It did not go the way I want. I wanted it, but you know, 
with the right opportunity, I, I could make it right. With the right opportunity, I wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think that's always what we say is with the right yeah, opportunity. Dude. <laughs> it's like, I'll yeah, do it. I'll do it. Because it's going to take a lot, man. It's going to take like a million dollars in the bank. Bro, and, you know, throw a stack of money in my face and tell me, go fight that guy in the cage real quick. I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Well, you know, when things <laughs> open up and the shows start rolling, man, there's going to be a bunch of guys that are like, fuck, dude. Eager. One more, one more. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, the right opportunity presents itself, you know, but. I think that it's, that's it's also all... a good thing too. Is it's it's going to weed out a lot of the people who aren't really going to help push people, and you know, like kind of just weed yeah. out the weak. I guess you would say. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, just just the passionate people you'll see in there, and those are the people that you're going to want to know over. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm not a. I'm every so often just popping back in the gym just to say hi, and you know, like what's up, guys? Do you mind if I get get some work in real quick? You know, people are asking, are you back? It's like, nope, not yet, not yet. Like, once, once the opportunity comes and, and I'm back, yeah, you'll see me every fucking day. Like, you know, it's good. Oh, but yeah. Until then, it's kind of like the whole Mike Tyson thing. You don't want to wake up the ego because then it's going to be a whole a whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. But definitely. So so you tried promoting as well. How, how was that experience? Promoting was cool, dude. Uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of money a lot of fucking money and amateurs are hard to deal with when you have nothing holding you to a fight. You know, you could be like, wake up in the morning, like, meh, I don't want to do it and not yeah. show up. And there's nothing, you know, all my ticket most, sales from you are gone. And, you know, all why that, most so. of my uh, fights were at different weights was because mm -hmm. either they had no one my way or uh, last second people call out my last fight yep. in, uh, in Utah. I went and uh, I fought a guy from uh, I was it was supposed to be California versus Utah and so I was expecting to fight somebody from Utah well come to find out last second guy backed out and then all of a sudden you get uh, to a guy from Riverside so I ended up fighting a guy from Riverside I have I was able to win that with the arm uh -huh. triangle though so that was right. nice um, but yeah, so that's just one of the hardest things is to motivate people to show up. Uh, yep. And yep. best way to do that with money, but whenever you're not allowed to pay them. Yeah, know. yeah. You know, I, I operated in that, that gray area with the commission and then, uh, you know, did the whole uh, finish bonus type, type shit mm -hmm. just to try and entice them, you know, tried to hook them up with food in the back, fucking mat space, everything. Tried to really, you know, as a, as a fighter, what did I not like a promoter to what a promoter did this? What do I think a promoter could have done better? I tried mm -hmm. to do that through a couple of shows and you know, some shit went south with some business deals and it was just like, you know what, fuck it, man. I'm a, I'm a new dad. This this shit's just not worth it. Like I I need that guaranteed money. So once again just you know, had to walk away from it to get every get the life outside the cage straight so I could focus inside. I mean, there's nothing that says you can't dabble back into it in the future as well, you know? No, nah, not at all, man. If anything, I'm more financially stable with uh, with my career now. And, you know, it's just... Fine, Be able to take more load. of a risk. Yeah, know, yeah, exactly. It's just making sure that there's still a demand for it around here. Like, I, yeah. I don't really know of very many people that are actually... Well, 
excluding this year, there aren't very many, very many people from this area still fighting, still mm -hmm. actively competing. There's still the schools that are around and there's, you know, a bunch of JIT schools, you know, a couple and some classes are full for kickboxing and stuff. But as far as like, oh, MMA fights, who's going down to 559? Who's going up to, you know, pure combat or what have you, you know? I, yep, I don't know. Page and yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm still looking at the, at the, uh, the camo website. I still see uh, 559 fights doing it big, you know, full, mm -hmm. obviously this year excluding, but. You know, there's still a few a few solid promotions, but just nobody from this area, man. But Alex no. Lopez went went pro and he did fucking great. Leroy mm -hmm. went pro and, and he got his win at the end of it. You know, if Lugo did a solid career, got that fucking belt. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's some there's some good guys that came out came out of this area. You know, forgive me if I'm missing the names. Like I said, I'm been out out of the game for a minute, man. Yeah. And it, especially whenever we were in that area training, it's uh, we were pretty much the guys. Like nobody else really was from yeah, that not area. Yeah, not to tooth the old horn, but yeah, you, anybody mentioned fighting at that time, yeah, there was a few select names that that were being dropped, man. But like just, I could, there was no other one twenty five pounder. I I shit, you're the only one that comes to mind, dude. I don't even know who you, who the fuck you trained with. That's why I always. Weight? why i always went to out of state for my fights like yeah right no one around here was skinny i guess i don't know and then you see mighty mouse start gaining popularity and all of a sudden all these light guys want to come out like oh i can fight too oh, they would have been guppies man that would have been fun to <laughs> all you can eat buffet right yeah. there Just throw them on their oh, back man. a little bit and watch them squirm oh yeah you see those yeah but then you gotta you gotta at that point, you got to pay attention to what promotion you're working for because you don't really want to be be the guy who's on the card with a bunch of cans and just people getting fed like that, man. It's it's a yep. it's a nasty feeling. It it's is. It's a nasty feeling. I get it from the promoter side. Like, you have to have the guys who are going to sell tickets and, you know, it's better. It's easier to get the, the fighters to come back when you when they know that they're, you know, more likely to win on your card, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So yeah, fun. and I mean that's right. that's just sleazy right there. Yeah, and at the end of the day, man, this it's someone's fucking body getting put on the line for your pocket. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's not too hard to right. So, and if you don't really sell tickets, man, fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, man. It it's how what have you done for me lately? You know, how good mm -hmm. what good are you to me? Nothing. But, you but can't sell get, tickets, man. It doesn't, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, let's get real here though. We didn't do it for the money. <laughs> we <laughs> oh, we no. never cared no, no. A, a lot about the money. It would have been nice, but we no, did man. it just because that's that's who we are as people, you know, and that's yep. that's why it's just a whole different breed. You yeah, know? I thought like, it was cool. It was a great way to get chicks and <laughs> all that good stuff, man. It was the lifestyle is, is fucking enticing, man. You know, it's, Jaeger bombs after every fight to start the night. Oh, like, oh. Oh, yeah, man. You, you get that fucking finish in front of the crowd and everybody's screaming. Everybody wants to buy you drinks after. And, uh, some, Little kids coming up telling, telling you they're your hero. and it's Can like, I get your autograph? Can I get your autograph? Like, uh, uh, I mean, I guess. I'm, act I'm like not you've famous, been there. Dude, act but, like you've been yeah. there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Give me Here's a little scribble, dude. I'm, I'm sorry. But, right. I mean, it was great. You know, I got to teach some kids while training and 
tried to be a good influence as best as I can and, you know, hopefully made some positive impacts on some people and, you know, the game has been awesome. You know, it's, it's one of those things where fighting, it's an individual sport, but there is such a camaraderie that comes from Mm -hmm. it. It's, it's, it just runs a little deeper than most because like you said, it's a violent, dangerous sport. I mean, I know football Mm -hmm. can be scary with a lot of these hits, but I mean, I'd rather see someone get tackled and knocked out than than watch my friend get head kicked and knocked out. You know, like to me, that one that one's harder to swallow. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Seeing my, seeing the boys out at all, man, it's it's a, it's a hard thing to see. You never want to never want to see I, the loved one down, but that's that's part of the game. There's got to be a winner and a loser. There's a hammer and a nail, man. I I think the the best thing that I could rest mine on because I want to say total twelve. So it, it, I never got knocked down, and I never got uh, knocked out or submitted. Well, I got submitted, yeah. So I so just mm-hmm. never got knocked down, which was awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, shit! I remember. I've been. Uh, I only got knocked out twice. Once pro, and then uh, once in the amateurs. And I remember them both vividly. <laughs> yeah, I but, bet. Hey, that's, it's not. Other than that, man, it was like a simple like choke, getting slip, slipped in, a, slip up in a choke, man, or. I was on the wrong side of uh, maybe like one or two decisions. Yeah, my it, my first fight, I lost a split decision, fight of the night. But uh, I yeah. mean, most people don't think. Uh, most people, if you ask them, say I I didn't lose that fight. So mm-hmm. uh, if anything, it should have been a draw or me by split. So, I, yeah. but hey, I'm not a judge. I just I just had fun. <laughs> shit, my, my first title fight was a draw. That shit broke my heart. See the belt go back in the bag, like oh. it's like the sun starts rising and then it just sets again. Real quick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and there was this, there's this great picture, man, where they, uh, the guy, the ref is holding up our hands, like in the middle. You know, both hands are up, and me on the side, I'm like dropping to my knees, just in despair, like no. And the guy is just cheesing, like yes, I didn't lose, like yes, just so excited. I'm just like, oh fuck. Oh, I mean, I would never be excited for a draw. Like I, uh, I'd no, settle for a draw, for a belt, man. but I wouldn't be happy. Begging the promoter, like one more round, please, please. I, I got my second win. I, I can finish him. Come on, just let me get this round. Nah. <laughs> I can't do it, son. Can't do it. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's against the rules, bro. Against the rules. Oh, it would be nice if we were just able to make the rules up as we went along, huh? But we fight five times a night. <laughs> yeah right shit i'd be on there twice a weekend man oh man i mean ufc's got fights every weekend Jeez, man yeah it's hard to keep up dude and then you it's got fucking bellator yep and if you really like are are well versed in it you got the fucking bellator you got one and bare knuckles coming up which is fucking crazy there's all the evi stuff like every, there's everything man i really Beyond like from- one one is awesome because they give you the option to do either a straight Muay Thai, uh, mm-hmm. kickboxing, or full MMA fight. I'm like, oh. yeah. Like, so you got a bunch of Thai fighters coming out and fighting. And it's uh, a lot of the international talent, which is, mm-hmm. which is awesome to see. Yeah. That's where you're going to get, like, to see actual raw talent because they're not very well known guys, but obviously they're got to that pro level. And one is really trying to, 
bust onto the scene. So everybody's out there trying to prove themselves. And then you got the PFL million dollar challenge trying to plot along as well. Verdum <laughs> just went to PFL. It's interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He just signed uh, earlier this week. Yeah, I think uh, you know, million dollar grand, grand prize. There's no real names in that heavyweight division. Fuck, dude. I'd go, yeah, I'd sounds, go get that sounds like too. a good payday. <laughs> go get your um, money, man. Michael Chandler just went to the UFC, so it'll be interesting to see who he starts fighting. That's a crazy fucking web at fifty-five, man. Because you give him, you give him Tony Ferguson, right? I think that's that probably could be the best bet. The Poirier McGregor, Gaethje mm-hmm. just, you know, Gaethje just lost, but you know he he's he's but healthy. Khabib's gone. Khabib yeah. retired, so. Until he's until he's out of USADA pool, until he's out of USADA pool, he is not gone. It's <laughs> oh, I'm retired, which is respectable, dude. Like you cannot fault him at all. Like walk away, you did everything perfect, man. But until you're out of USADA pool, you're still leaving the door the door open. Like Anthony Johnson left, and you know he's waiting six months, and then he's not able to come back until February. He was actually yeah. gone. He was like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm out. So until he drops that, man, he, he's still there. Mm-hmm. So, but who, who gives a shot next? Cause Poirier lost. Let's see. Let's say he beats McGregor. Then do, do you just give him the rematch? Cause he got yeah. finished. Cause Connor got thanked. Connor, Connor got, got spanked at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. There's, uh, it was, there's no it was stopping bad. it. You have to have but, an elite wrestler, and it's still not even good enough against <laughs> against uh, Khabib. But who has done the best against Khabib so far? It'd have to be probably Gagey. Destroyed his leg, I, won the first round against, against Khabib. Al Iaquinta. Mm. Al Iaquinta went, went all five, was not able to finish Al. Had him on his heels running a little bit. Mm. And like... Was able to stop a couple of takedowns, dude. It's fucking. I'm gonna have to go crazy. watch that one. I yeah, dude. I've seen I, that one. Yeah, it was like a last, like it wasn't expected to happen. I think that's when Tony fell out. They were trying to give it to Holloway, but Holloway was having weight issues. They made him stop cutting. He was like within a couple pounds, and then Ally Quinta was on the card uh, with Paul Felder. Felder was on a hotter streak, but then he wasn't ranked for some reason, and fucking Ally Quinta ends up getting the title shot. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, "Oh, he's just gonna get finished, just gonna finish." Blah blah blah. Catches Khabib with some hot ones. You know, <laughs> is able to keep Khabib off him a little bit. It's just like fucking crazy whirlwind situation. It was almost like that Matt Sarah GSP fight, mm. the first one. You know, yeah, like, it was caught him on the close. temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah like. If he would have finished them, it would have been like the perfect moment. No Cinderella story, you know. But. <laughs> Imagine living that life of Matt Sarah after that. Uh, you know, just won won the comeback for the Ultimate Fighter, and then <laughs> and then freaking knocks out GSP with that title shot that he he had that Cherry instantly. Hill moment, bro. That Cherry Hill little giants. You beat Kevin down, Cherry Hill. That Anything is time. possible. <laughs> yup, that one time, man, shit happens. That's amazing. It, was like, it was sad to see that he got his ass whooped like in the rematch, but I mean, you're you're having a more focused GSP than ever before. So, 
that's yeah. that's the fight for Khabib, dude. That's the fight for Khabib. If he comes back, make that shit. GSP do, do, and Khabib would be yep. Fucking catch weighted at sixty five, you know, sixty eight if you really need to. Mm-hmm. So just because Khabib, Khabib hasn't come up settle. to seventy. Khabib will probably settle for going up rather than staying at one fifty five too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he'll a, it's be a taking, legacy thing. He'll be taking time off in a way, but but GSP, <sighs> I'm sure he would come down. Maybe not as much I like, anymore. That's why that 165 class is so important, man. That that, that that like right perfect middle. You don't have to starve yourself to 55, but you're not like big enough for the welterweight. Yeah, exactly. it really should be that every 10 pound thing. You know, give give everybody a chance. Everybody can, you know, kind of flow through, you know, multiple weight classes that you're you're just going to add to the amount of fights that you can possibly make. It's I just going to make more money. We could all agree that ten pounds, you could notice a difference. Twenty oh, pounds yeah. in a fight is a huge difference. Yep. That, oh yeah. Especially whenever both trainers or both fighters are trained at a high level. That's yep. That that's a huge advantage so it's like yeah mm-hmm. especially a heavyweight because you got 215s and then you got up to 265 you know yeah, you could have a 220 something going up against a guy who's maxed out at 265 just have a scale. yeah yeah I, I like the cruiserweight the like the what the 220 something or whatever yeah 125 135 145 155 and then yep. it goes and 170, 185. 85, yeah, then 205. If you just bump, bump 70 to 75, kick it, slide in 65, even go 95 in between the the middleweight and light heavy just to get that little, you know, I don't know what the fuck you would call it, but get a little extra class in there and then, you know, help out the big boys. Get a cruiser, yeah. get a super heavy. At that mm-hmm. point, it, 265, fuck it, man. Be however big you want to be. Super heavy. Go and that's it, why there's you know? so many belts in boxing is because they understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they, they also could afford to have more people uh, at the time. It, you know, So it's amazing how many belts and divisions that they've added to the UFC since we started because it was just the five, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was good to see the, the lighter classes come in, you know, with the WEC and everything. Like it, it reminds me of Kenny Florian on the Ultimate Fighter. I mean, he was—he should have been fighting down at 145 his entire career, but he had to go to 170s just to get a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hard to believe, man. Hard to believe that dude is. And it, it was cool. Was guys like Chris Lieben with that dangerous, dangerous power. Dude, I, I fought in San Diego and Chris Lieben was in the corner of my opponent. I was more like <laughs> locked on Lieben's face than worried about the opponent. He has like that death stare is fucking legit. <laughs> uh, not only that, it's like, uh, did you stare at him as hard as he stared into that barn or what? <laughs> Bro, crashed, his barn in, crashed his car into a barn in Hawaii. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I got a DUI. I, I was that. like, come oh, on, leave sucks, it. Man. That sucks. Um, this was a long time Hard ago. Times. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But this was back when he was out there training with, like, Kendall Grove and then. Oh, okay. But, dude, we, 
would you ever do the bare knuckle uh nah. bite not a, not a fucking chance not still a gotta go chance. to work you know like yeah. i can't just go cut up every day yeah no nah, it's just nah. i got big ass hands man small wrists like no nah, it, it ain't for me it no. ain't for me no, that, it, I mean, it, it's cool. Like some of the some of the fights have been fucking crazy, but like I'm not I'm not squeamish or anything. But the cuts just it's not worth it, man. Exactly, it's not fucking worth it. Then like if you try and do any other combat, like you're just gonna the scar tissue is just gonna nick and you're gonna fucking open and you're gonna fucking leak like a you know like a faucet. And it's, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like Nate Diaz. Uh, yeah, every time he, he gets cut open, it looks like he's losing the fight. And he was coming back against Masvidal. You could you could very well argue like the last two rounds would have made a huge fucking difference. Oh but, yeah, yeah, is what it is. But yeah, it's it's a matter of perception, and whenever you're leaking blood, <laughs> most people aren't going to be like, "Hey, you're you're doing a great job." Like <laughs> you're definitely winning. I mean, you like, can't really see right face. now. Yeah. It's like for God's sake, look at your face! <laughs> yep. it's like you're not winning this fight. It's like, dude, he you only landed two me, punches, Mitch. and yeah. I landed thirty-seven. What are you talking about? I'm losing this fight. It's like, yeah, well, you look beat up. <laughs> and I think a lot of these judges just be napping during the rounds too. Like, the judges uh, judging is horrible, man. It should, it's hard. If you haven't trained before, you if you haven't trained before, you shouldn't be holding someone's money like that. If you're fucking yeah. with someone's paycheck, with someone's livelihood, half someone's money. Mm-hmm. And you see the stories of people expired. on their phones. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, why not? Why Why wouldn't that be the per- perfect person to go to? You were in there. It's like you can tell when someone is calm on their back yep. and when someone is panicking on their back. Judges yep. just look at someone on their back. It's like, you really think Damien Maya worries about being there. on his back? Like he's yeah. being patient and it's like, you, you can't always just explode up and go back to the feet. You know, it's, mm-hmm. sometimes you want to keep the fight there because you know, you work best off your back. I, I would like to see more, uh, more leniency on, on takedowns, you know, because I feel that they're just overscored. Uh, they need to come down yeah, a little still bit. Around. Yeah, you could steal around with just getting somebody on his back for a couple seconds without really doing shit. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's the difference and, between getting ragdolled the whole fucking fight and, you know, last minute I was tired and he got me down finally. Yeah, and then that sways the whole opinion. It's like, well, either you don't understand striking or, you know, you're just giving wrestling too much credit. I mean, mm-hmm. as a wrestler myself, I'm like, no, uh, at the same time, I think that they need to look more at the control and Mm -hmm. they call things takedowns that aren't even takedowns. You know, a guy, guy goes down for half a second, right back up. It's like, that's not a takedown. It's scrambling. No, you got to establish control, man. And really like get that count. Mm -hmm. Like you, you got to be in a dominant position uh, or a neutral position and not just, uh, not just, you know, you're down to the ground. Now somebody gets a takedown. It's like, no, let's, let's see who, who comes out on top. But it never yep. does. It never does. And Nobody wants uh-huh. to wrestle, man. This shit, that's like the hardest part of training. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask you, 
was uh what what do you think was the hardest part uh to learn the the hardest part of training was the fucking training in the gi the hardest part of fuck hardest discipline to learn it's got to be it's got to be wrestling man because there's so many little tricks and so many counters you know and it's just it's a hard fucking grind the only way to really learn the shit is to practice full blast you know from a lot of the takedowns you can't really like oh i'm gonna gently slide in here you know so it's just it's, it's yeah. got to be wrestling is the hardest aspect man one thing that can sum up wrestling is control uh, by using another one, it'd be learning how to use leverage. So yeah. once you understand where your power comes from, how to generate it, what, uh, how to manipulate people's bodies, get that footwork, and then everything else makes a lot more sense. It's easier to learn it that way than it is to learn the other one and then all of a sudden try to learn how the body operates, you know? Like, mm-hmm. So I would recommend uh, always starting with a good ground game. At least know how to take someone oh, 100%. down. 100%. Yep. Uh, good. So that that way, in case you're ever in a situation, you can take them down, get out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, to me, the hardest part, conditioning my shins at first. <laughs> what did you, what well what method did you take did you do like the the wooden stick and smacking them did you do the pin rolling kick the inside of tractor tires yeah that'll do it yeah this killed the nerves and i don't have them i don't have them in in my shins and my elbows no more mm-hmm. but i used to have a my wife when we were dating she used to get the roller pin this threat 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 yeah. I can still just feel that grindiness on it. You yep. know, like that, just, that bubbling feeling. Yeah, that yep. bone crushing feeling, I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. Yeah. Oh. It hurts so good. Yeah. So so other than uh wrestling, what what would you say was your your biggest uh what well, well your style, I guess. What what would you say your style became? Uh, my style, I just, I honestly just became a striker. Just, you know, I wanted to throw that left, you know, straight down the pipe. I, I, I right. always you threw my jab out there. And just, yep. Yep. Nobody could really fuck with it, man. And just pop that jab out there real quick. I got long arms. So it was like, you know, just once I established that distance, it was, it was hard for re- people to really get close enough to take me down. It was just, you know, people capitalizing off mistakes. And it, it's usually orthodox fighters who usually tend to make the mistake of stepping back the opposite direction whenever you yep. stances. And so yeah. on that straight just lands flush. And Yeah, not everybody has a, a southpaw to train with or somebody that's really comfortable, really, you know, used to flowing like that. So plus I kind of did like the sneaky shit. Um, on my camera profile, I just left everything like orthodox or like didn't train anything <laughs> like that. So, or I, I'd stand orthodox until it was time to really go. And then it's like switch stance real quick, like, you know, little shit like that. But 
I mean, sometimes you know, just get, it, get every little advantage you can get. And like you said, oh, it's, yeah, a mental, it's a mental chess yeah. game just as much as a physical one. Oh, dude, I, I didn't really know what I was doing, man. It was like, oh, you hear somebody say do this or try this or, you know, you got to you gotta hide this so nobody sees it. I was trying to get videos taken down from fucking YouTube so nobody will watch my fight videos. Like, oh, they're, they're going to figure out my style. They're going to figure out how to beat me. Like, you know just really really dumb to a lot of a lot of shit man but that's part part of the experience how, how do you learn if you don't if you don't you know yeah you gotta try man everybody's gonna have their everybody's gonna make their own way you know, how many how many pro fighters could you just really go up and talk to at the time and be like hey uh take me under your wing sensei right <laughs> it's like nah, no we, most we, people are, we're gonna we fight at some point no <laughs> We dealt with yeah, what right. we had. That was uh-huh. plain and simple, and it wasn't high level in a lot of the areas. But it's what worked, bro. It's what worked. And we, and I'm, I'm definitely we made happy, it happy for that journey. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is, once you got that grit, that never quit, just mentality of it. Yeah, it, it's hard to not use it. So. Yep. As soon as you start implementing everything and it starts working, like I said, it just becomes that drug, that, that yep. MMA that, uh, X. <laughs> yep, that, dude, that, that grind, you can use it for all kinds of things in life, man. Even like working demo and shit, I'm, I'm used to sweating. You know, we're, we're hot all the time. Guys are complaining like, oh, God, I need water. I'm just so tired. I'm like, have you ever I cut go. 15 pounds in 24 hours? Like try cutting weight, bro. Like th- this ain't shit. Try try doing cage drills with your coach screaming in your face. You're losing. You're losing. <laughs> like try that shit. Like that. You think hard. we don't know that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like oh, I, my face feels like it's losing. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but All at right, the same man. time, the uh, like you said, it just helps everything else. It's cutting weight. If if I ever fought again, I'm not cutting weight. One hundred percent with you. One hundred percent. You get 20, what I'm walking around years. at with a, you know, a five pound difference at most. I'm stepping on scale. Years. I, I weigh this much. Cool. We fighting at that. That's it. I'm, I'm at almost thirty four, bro. Twenty four. I'm like mm-hmm. no more. No more. <laughs> oh, you still um, you still have plenty of time. Shit. I'm thirty now, so. I was about to say, yeah. Six years. Still, I, I ain't cut yeah. weight no more. Nah, you still got a few few years left of uh, athletic prime, man. Oh, you yeah. Get, get that old 30-man strength. Yeah, I need to find something that uh, that I can get in. But as soon as I move back, I'm going to be looking for another jiu-jitsu gym to go finish getting my black belt. Yeah, there's a, co- there's a couple a couple spots I'm, I'm trying to get belted, too, so... Yeah, man. Yeah. Monterey's ready for you. Uh, can't Just wait, needs a little man. spark to, to get some a good crew back together, man. Yeah, and like I said, Kane, Kane just uh, moved in. He's got his own little setup now, so. Yeah, Kane's a solid training partner, getting man. There. Very, uh, very good, well knowledge there, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be a referee if, uh, you know, he didn't yep. understand the game. That's some shit I want I kind of want to try, too, man. Why not? Wouldn't mind doing that at some point. Why not try to Just, dabble in it? 
Eh, you know, it's a, it's a lot to a lot of time to dedicate, but you know, maybe when the kids are older or kids are competing or something, it'd be cool to not not ref my own my son's fight. I don't think I could do that, but you know, <laughs> that's why they don't be, want be you to game. ref your own fighters or you know your yeah, own competitors yeah. to, to take. I that didn't fight. see that twelve to six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. He did not gouge his eye out. <laughs> <laughs> totally illegal. Totally illegal. <laughs> It's like, no, I did see that. He did punch his ear off. I'm like, oh, man, did you see that? That that is a tooth mark right there. Yes, yes, that is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, did you see that fire? That dude uh, split that guy's ear? Yeah, the fucking cauliflower ear, man. I didn't realize that could happen. (laughs) I got got mine. Don't get mine. Don't get mine. (laughs) It's a badge of honor, though. I wear that shit with pride. I I love it. I'm yeah. not trying to have it split. <laughs> uh, my only concern. No, I, I'm like, no, I, I didn't even know time. it was possible. Yeah, no, I fought with it one time and it blew up after. It was like, okay, yeah, definitely gotta gotta drain that shit. Yeah, it uh, it wasn't as painful as everybody said it was going to be, but yeah, that, that shit was uncomfortable. No, it just gets really hot, and then mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden you're like, ooh, that feels kind of swollen. Yeah. <laughs> like that, my ape feels big and then you go look at it you're like oh <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah it's not like when you go get a yeah. shot at the dentist and you're like yeah, okay <laughs> like no it yeah yeah it's like oh no you're messed up you need to go get that drained <laughs> and but then again do you have insurance because hopefully you got insurance if you're a fighter because you're gonna need it i had to replace like all my teeth all my joints and oh <laughs> uh, yeah a vet tech a vet tech was the one who drained my ear mm. nice. yeah went in the back of kuktar i was like well i brought these syringes they should work <laughs> i go thanks don't quote me on but, it <laughs> right yeah totally sanitary that that never happened in the back of kuktar natalie <laughs> thank you appreciate it <laughs> I think I went to Kutar one time. Got to train a little bit there. That was nice. They had a nice setup there. Yeah, it's a, it's a great gym. Master V knows what he's doing. Yep. Um, his son. Definitely appreciate my time there. I think I grappled with his son that day. Mm. Um, the older one. Oh, I mean, yeah. I guess he was like high school whenever I was uh, okay. just out of high school. So. Younger than us. I want to say it was almost like uh, like Nick or something. Mm. But but I that was over a decade ago. Many many mm. fights and many beers in between. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Cheers to this. Uh, been a day. <laughs> oh yeah. But hey, that um, that's awesome, man. Oh, I'm glad everything's working out for you. You're starting this new path, new. New journey, raising a new child. Hey, man, that's awesome. Sometimes, you know, the, just you trying don't to stay see positive, it at man. the time, but, you know, mm-hmm. how, whenever you were 18, did you know exactly what you wanted in life? Or, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't know what I wanted in life when I was 30. <laughs> exactly. I, I still yeah. don't. <laughs> I'm yeah, still exactly, just, exactly, man. I barely started calling myself an actual man, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, quit trying to say legally I'm a grown, 18. Grown child. Yeah. yeah, shit. I'm about to throw, uh, we're about to throw my best friend a fucking uh, a surprise birthday party doing like a WrestleMania style 
Yeah. Got the fucking WrestleMania or the wrestler costumes and stuff. Got to put the mats down the back. Old school ocean. That's going to be dope. Never grow up. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Never grow up. <laughs> this will be a good time. I think with my arms, I could probably uh, pass as Randy Orton. Just a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah. I'm going as a dude love and mankind. Going to do like the little switch. Nice. Let them eliminate me first real quick and go switch the costume. Come back out round two. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Shoot. You still, still like keep up on it man i do little little updates on what's going on with the with wrestling so mm-hmm. you have to check those out but yeah, uh, dude, it's been it's been forever <laughs> it's uh it's funner whenever you just get it here summed up i ain't got three hours to sit there and watch you oh yeah yeah <laughs> like no i i do because i'm just doing homework at the same time anyway so throw it yeah, on, yeah. you know nothing else on there's, there's no game i care about but, I'm trying to dude. stay awake on the couch, man. Yep. But hey, I was gonna say, uh think about ready to hit you for the random fact of the day. We could wrap this thing okay. up. How about uh random fact? So since you got kids, I'll do the toy one. Did you know that Lego is the most powerful brand? Most powerful. Yep. Just think about this. There are more mini action figures, mini figurines that are Lego than there are people on the planet. Is that for real? That's for real. What about G.I. Joe's? I've, I don't know. If, are they Lego? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it got to be like a okay. second. Then they are That's coldly outnumbered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, no, like most it. of them got melted, you know, they're, they're on yeah. IR. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, we all did that as kids. Like just oh, almost definitely. <laughs> mutilate our little army. Rip men. off the yeah, rip off the legs, the hands. Oh man, if you have a sister, oh, like I did, they don't like it no. when you mess with their Barbies. Don't nah, mess nothing with their but Barbies. cousins, cousins and brothers, man. Well, <laughs> that's probably good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sisters, sisters are scary growing up. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you, but different. It's like you got to be fragile, but not. You got mm-hmm. such such a fine line. You got to learn how to walk, but but everyone yeah. should understand how to treat people. That's just common sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> but all right, Justin. It was awesome talking to you. Soon we'll be. Sure, soon I'll be back in your arms. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Hopefully, uh, you yeah. Hopefully, you get the punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. how you know it's real love. Hey, and then we got a referee to break it up, you know. So. Exactly. We, we got it covered, man. Well, hey, awesome, man, safe, man, safe travels, man, when you come back. Say what up to the fam, you know. Appreciate uh, having me on, man. Happy to happy to help you out. It's good to hear oh, from awesome. you. Oh, definitely, man. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be in touch with you next time I come up. We'll, we'll have to get together. Sounds good, brother. You take it easy. Uh, all right, man. Have yourself a good night. You too, brother.